it's our show, Christy. We can do whatever we want. Let's show them how to do life. Oh, boy. Here it comes. It's like pandemonium, Heather. Okay, so I was thinking. She said what? I think I got it figured out. This is how this to do is life. how to do life. <laughs> I was born for this. I was born for this. I have seen the life. Hey, pretties, it's Chrissy. And it's Heather. And here's producer John. To hype the crowd. Just a quick warning. How to do life with Chrissy and Heather contains elements of real life, nostalgia, silliness, deep thinking, and other nonsense and whatnot. If you are adverse to any of these ingredients, this show may not be for you. So be sure to talk to your doctor and all your friends about how to do life. Let's get into it. What's up, Chrissy? Not too much. How's it going, Heather? It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. And it is Wednesday, September 23rd, which means it's fall, y'all. It's fall, y'all. But we're not going to talk about it yet because before we talk about fall, I've got a headline for you. All right. Headline. Extra, extra, read all about it. Heather's Headlines. This is not a did this happen. This is a what do you think about this? Oh, all right. Okay, because I I heard this, and then a friend of mine posted it online, and I wondered what Krusty thought about this. Study confirms, study, I'm putting that in quotes, study confirms that using periods in text messages is aggressive, Mm. and that Gen Z feels intimidated by the punctuation marks that we use. Um, Okay, little snowflake. Thank you. You're going to be fine. (laughs) radio i was like are you serious this is why they say that you're snowflakes this is how you get called a snowflake right i don't even know what years gen z is but it's time for you guys to to a we should never study this no one should have ever like done this and then if somebody did like if some i could see like a college master's degree student or like somebody finishing their bachelor's who has to do like a final project does something like this because this is the kind of dumb projects that i did in psychology you know but so then you don't publish it in like a national thing where heather finds it and, and heather talks to me about it to see if if putting a period in a sentence where a period should go makes people sad exactly well you know you hit the nail on the head because this is according to a report by Binghamton university (laughs) the biggest cue nowadays is the period which can be seen as a sign of anger or annoyance so now if you put a period in a text message you are conveying annoyance this makes me like no i'm conveying that i went to the third grade and i know how to write a sentence sentences end when they end and so i complete the thought with the dot that marks so. The good news <laughs> is that only Generation Z um, seems to be intimidated by this. Most everybody else in the world is like, that's I'm stupid. so scared of that dot you put there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So that was my headline today. That's, I hate that headline. <laughs> So glad we agreed because I was I was like, what if Chrissy is like, I hate when somebody puts a period in a text message. It makes me feel like they're mad at me. Um, if I said that, I would want you to never text me again. <laughs> I text you regular sentences. I write to you. Yeah, we both do. In fact, it's a it's kind of a big deal to me, and I kind of like my kids to do it too. Like write a sentence. Well, you know? they say that if your text is one sentence. Then you do not need to have any punctuation. If it's two sentences, then you should separate them with some type of punctuation. I my, just my I, children are still in grammar school, and 
they if you write one sentence, you still put a period at the end of it. Exactly. Or appropriate punctuation. Right. For your feeling. I agree. Uh, so that's kind of in the category of what is called a microaggression, mm-hmm. like these little subtle things that we do. Most of us do without any malice whatsoever, but somebody else interprets as being aggressive. That's ridiculous. It's like That's ridiculous. We are running out of things to care about, and right. so we've created. We have these so new much things. to be angry about. People, let's not gang up on the lowly little period. It's just trying to tell us that our thoughts done. You know what else I think this really is, though, is kind of a sign of how things are changing in the way that we communicate with one another. Mm-hmm. Like, we used to do swirly curly writing. If you go try to read the Declaration of Independence, that's difficult work. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, you can't. Like, we, you and I still probably can yeah. for the most part. But there are a lot of people my age, people who are our age, that can't read cursive. I yeah. Think, I think that I've told you um, my children... Their school does this special thing in second grade. It's a colonial Christmas tea, right? Oh, and they, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. And I want to go like, to that. Oh, you would love it. It's so great. And you make like traditional ornaments, like <gasps> by hand. You like, oh, it's so wonderful. And one of the things that I did, even though it wasn't colonial time, you know, like we're talking about history and we're talking about throwback and what Christmas was like. And so what I did for my kids' classes, both of the years that they were in it, was I ordered all these really old-timey, turn-of-the-century Christmas cards. Mm -hmm. So it was postcards that people had sent to each other from, like, 1900 to, like, 1915, Uh you know? Which, again, not colonial but you know like but yeah. old and, old and neat and yeah. and each of them came like people shipped them to me from all over the country it was really cool so like, it'd be from maine or whatever and it'd be in a little plastic sleeve and it would have somebody's address and you know merry christmas love whatever and like and some of them like wrote things about you know like aunt gertie's teeth or doing okay you know like right. crazy stuff and i gave each kid a card and it was the thing that i did and there were times that the parents would bring them to me and be like, what does it say? Are you serious? Yeah. Par- other parents in my kid's grade, in my kid's class, and the kids would all bring them to me and line up. And I'm like, did none of you have grandmas? Like, like, <laughs> if you had a grandma, you, this is, it. this was my grandma's handwriting, you know? Like, now my grandma was old. My grandma was 40 when she had my dad. It, like and it was her only child, you know, so she was a little older. My dad was born in forty five. Yeah, but and she was forty years old. So yeah, she was a more like whatever. But I don't know. You should. It shouldn't be impossible. I could understand not knowing how to write in cursive because we all create our own handwriting, and like mine is like a hybrid of printing cursive but right. i can't imagine not being able to read it i think it's funny like my kids for whatever reason maybe just because they're my kids like they really very seriously wanted to learn like denillion cursive like, it, it, like oh yeah. yeah like like they think it's cool and they will self teach them you know like and they won't form it right yes. like i'm like my teacher would have been like you go up here and then back down whereas she'll go like underneath right. or like whatever but she'll make it give that right look you mm-hmm. know because they want to know how to write cursive yeah. and is it functional anymore maybe not like we can make an argument for well it is kind of dumb and maybe punctuation becomes dumb at some point i don't know maybe we're just becoming more dumb maybe i mean all it is is made up rules right right but yeah it, but in in my mind it is almost an intelligence level thing like you got to write a correct sentence and be able to spell and right. Like it still drives me nuts right now when someone I went to high school with uses "you're wrong" on a Facebook post. You know, like I, I can't. Like it's not. 
but we're both writers, and we're both. I don't. I don't know. But come I on, remember come on, having people. a calligraphy set as a, as a kid, and I had a calligraphy pen. And it had these little ink cartridges that I would put in it. And so you didn't have to dip it in ink. You would put mm-hmm. the cartridge in and it would like feed ink into it. And I remember I had this this desk set and this template at the top of my desk set of all the calligraphy letters. And I would practice mm-hmm. how to write them and how to hold the pen so that I had the thick line versus the thin line. And it's just a hobby. So, like, you know, if people like to write in cursive, write in cursive. It makes me wonder if this stuff, like the punctuation, the, you know, calligraphy, the cursive, is it more important to an artist than, you know, like... Maybe. Like, I don't know. I appreciate it. Maybe, like... I don't know. I don't work in finance, but finance is mostly numbers based. Maybe they don't care as much if you write a good sentence. You know, like my whole life, though, my entire adult life, like even psychology, even whatever, I was writing reports and do, you know what I mean? Like, and they were factual and scientific, but also elo- eloquent. They had to be. I like, I, I cared about, you know, you, like, I care about words. Mm-hmm, me too. I want the, I will, I spend a lot of time changing the words around so that they are beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I really like when, when I've, something is well written and it, it has nice cadence and there's variety and the, there, and there's the words go well together. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like design. Yeah. You know, like it's a curated it, 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 There's sentence. something pretty to it. There's yes. something attractive. It's, it's aesthetically pleasing. Yes. Yes. I, I firmly understand that. <laughs> you know, this would be a good topic, um, a good question to ask um, away with words. Yes. You mm-hmm. know, about punctuation in text messages. Yeah. Well, and you know what? They came and did a presentation here. Yeah, it was uh, fun. It was fun. Oh, yeah, you were we there. We were both there. Yeah, we were both there. We didn't really know each other then, but no. we were both there. Well, we said, I said hello to you. Yeah, I said hello back. We said hello. That was it, because we didn't and really know each we, other. We did that thing where we were like, we should get together. We should do the thing. Yeah, yeah and we maybe, were like, maybe, okay, bye. Maybe we will. We'll see you in two years when we figure it out. <laughs> but yeah, it was really neat. And they did talk about it a little bit. Remember, they yeah. talked about like they talked about emojis and things mm-hmm. like that. And they talked about shortening things. And they said that they felt like there is more text happening now than ever before. They were like, you know, so people are actually putting more words out there into the world and they're needing to find a shorthand version to do it. You know, we're still getting, we're actually getting more like not verbal, but you know what I mean? Yeah. In this case, text, more exchange between humans, more sharing of ideas and communication than probably ever before. You know, I just feel like if I write a sentence and I don't use proper grammar and proper punctuation, that that sentence is looking at me like I thought you loved me. Yeah. Like, why didn't you finish me? That's how you feel about me now. I don't even need a period. You know what else is weird about text? I was thinking about this yesterday because yesterday. So Saturday, I was having a conversation with someone via text. Uh huh. And then I got busy. My my um, sister was in town and I. I dropped the conversation, you know, like just put it aside, whatever. And then Sunday afternoon after she left, I sent a text message. I just picked up the conversation. I didn't say right hi. Where you left off. I didn't say hi. I didn't say anything. I said, so tell me about why you think she did this, you know? And when I sent it, I was like, is that super random? Or is it just like, like I have time now for this conversation 
And I asked you, I put a bid out for attention, and do you, you'll either reply to me or you won't. Did you get a reply? Yeah. And, <laughs> and was it like well, just picked up the conversation or was yeah, it that just, random? No, none of that's random. Just picked up the conversation. Perfect. Did the conversation. <laughs> then got to a point in the conversation where I like had a lot of thoughts. You know, when you, like, <laughs> yeah. you, you've texted with me, you're right. aware of what uh-huh. happens. So I sent like a, but I don't understand. Why didn't it go like this? And why didn't it, and what did you have to, like, I don't understand how it becomes your problem, blah, blah, blah. And I do like this whole thing. And I'm like, and here's also an example where I'm going to write you a paragraph about when <laughs> I had a similar problem and how it wasn't my fault. And here's how I dealt with it. And after I sent that one, I was like, Ooh, I'm pretty sure that we're done. That's too much to reply to. This is a this is a pick up the phone or go get a coffee. Like uh, like, and then I didn't get a reply right. anymore. And they're like, Yeah, I need some. Time. Yeah, I need to process that for probably four days, and then I'll get back to you. you know? So like three days from now, you'll get a text that just says. So anyway, <laughs> and it won't it won't be finishing that. Like this that conversation is now over. Like I'm not a, that I'm not conversation any of that. is over. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's all. Done. Thank you for your for your copious thoughts. Um, but no, we're done with that now. <laughs> I did that um, to somebody. I sent a whole bunch of questions and I didn't get a response. And then, like a few hours later, I typed back, "I scared you two away with too many questions." <laughs> did you get a yes? No, no, they were gone. They were like, gone. They were oh, gone, well. forever. gone forever. Another one bites the dust. <laughs> Another one bites the dust. I guess I'm not talking to that person anymore. Well, and I mean, as we entered, like as we went down this path, I was like, "This is probably a pick up the phone one." <laughs> but instead, I just kept typing yeah. with my thumbs and putting periods at the end of each Thank sentence. You. Yes, see, <laughs> on, I'm on a team period. All right, so um, let's jump into the grab bag. Oh, we're not there. No, that wasn't even it. <laughs> what? What did they come up with now? Ew! Not that. Let's one. see what's in the grab bag. I think I've got it. It's fall. It's, oh yeah, it's fall, y'all. Yeah, we did. We said that's what was going to happen. It's pumpkin season. Pumpkin. One walk through Hobby Lobby, and there is no mistaking what time of year it is. Pumpkin season. I kind of want to go over there. I think it'll make me feel good. It, uh, Hobby Lobby always makes me feel good. So Heather, I started to tell you when I when I walked in today that I had a, a grand plan for a show that I was going to do with you because you had said you'd been stressed out. Yeah, and uh, you had said that like you're like people. The children just keep talking to me, and the, you weren't. You said you hadn't had a moment to yourself. That's true. That was it. That you hadn't had a moment to yourself, and so I was going to do this beautiful thing today that I didn't do because I'm a crappy friend and not a good friend. But I was going to bring coffee, and I was thinking about how you like fall, and I was thinking about like I can do a pumpkiny thing, and I can make it very cozy, and then I was going to give you this chance to decompress and have a little coffee talk and whatever, and I didn't do it, so I suck. But pumpkins were part of it. Thank you for thinking of me in that way. Yeah. <laughs> this morning I got up and I was like, I'm lighting a candle. It's going to make me happy. Good. Did it help? Yeah. Yeah, um, I yeah, I did. I always like I'm I'm known for my pumpkin candles, though. Yeah, I I don't like pumpkin flavored things, but I like pumpkin scented. Pumpkin scented is nice. I like it, too. Well, I'm excited for fall um, because fun things happen in the fall. Um, We are going in a couple of weeks to a cabin on a lake in South Carolina. That sounds beautiful. My children do not yet know (gasps) about one detail. There's no Wi-Fi. Oh, that's not a detail they're going to enjoy. Yeah, and I kind of thought, 
at first I was like, oh, that'll be great. We can like play games and kayak and canoe. And then I was like, what the hell was I thinking? <laughs> well, and that's because you just had the weekend of them talking to you so much. But I am look so looking forward to that. And I'm really hoping that we um, have some nice weather. And I'm wondering about fall customs and traditions. Aww. Do you have anything that you really look forward to doing in the fall? Um, yeah, in the fall, fall is really outside time. It's yeah. time to be outdoors in, in Florida, especially, Finally. you know, um, because it's been so hot. We kind of have the reverse winter thing, you know, where we just stay right. Hold up all summer. <laughs> this is the time you know, when we so emerge. From we start our, to emerge. Oh, yeah. Our hibernation. I like it when it gets cool enough for like leggings. That's nice. Mm-hmm. I like that. And uh, we're, we're not there. And we right now we get into this point of time where we kind of pretend. Right. Like maybe we put them on in the morning and then we walk outside and we hate ourselves for it. You know, so we do that a little bit right now. But I like that. I like, um, I like, um, so growing up in Ohio, fall is like hay rides mm-hmm. and like you go out and get your pumpkin. Like the first year that I moved here, I didn't know that you can't actually carve pumpkins here. Right. They just become mush. They just you know? they just implode yeah. on themselves within like three hours. <laughs> right. yeah, I, I, I learned that you just draw faces on pumpkins here, um, which is actually a lot more convenient. That's fine. But I, I like all the folly kind of stuff. I like going to the pumpkin patch. I like the corn mazes. Mm-hmm. Oh, corn mazes fun. Um, I even like like even though I'm not a huge football fan or whatever, it's fun to watch everybody else be really super excited and like losing their minds. Like, and I feel like this year. I like football better than usual because people needed it so much and people are very, very happy to have their their traditions. I like their, to have you know, the sound of football. Yeah, then. me too. I like um I like making a pot of chili and you know, the I hear the band playing on the T V in the other room and yeah. you know, and I hear people talking and, and when they're talking about even stupid stuff, you know, like oh, it's just coach, blah blah blah. I don't care. But you know, but it's still nice just to like it brings people together and it yeah. gives people something to connect over, you know, and, and I like that. So yeah. Yeah, a lot of a lot of the fall stuff is a really nice transition. I enjoy it. I My agree. kids said that I leave every fall. Um, which is funny because when I think about it, I'm like, I guess I kind of do. They're like, you get the itch around September whenever you're going to do a big hike or whenever you're going to do a, a trip or something. They're like, we usually find you headed out around around this time is usually when you're like, huh. well, school's back. You seem fine. I'm out of here. <laughs> You know, I got summer Christmas off my back. Summer I'm out of here. Off. I'm out of here. You know, so like it was funny because I'm like I was talking about this trip that I kind of impromptu planned, and my son's like September. That seems right. Oh, I'm like I, I didn't notice this pattern, but he did. You know. So. Well, um, I agree. I think that fall, I get a little itchy in the fall too, mm-hmm. and I want to go somewhere. You know, I feel like I I want to go and see things and and do things. Um, some people uh, you mentioned about the the um, pumpkins and, you know, carving jack-o'-lanterns. Mm-hmm. I was looking around at some uh, cultural stories about the reasons why we do things. And I liked this story about the legend of Stingy Jack. Mm. People have been making jack-o'-lanterns at Halloween for centuries. And the practice originated from an Irish myth about a man named Stingy Jack. According to the story, Stingy Jack invited the devil to have a drink with him. <laughs> But Stingy Jack didn't want to pay for his drink. Ooh. He was so stingy. So he convinced the devil to turn himself into a coin that Jack could use to buy their drinks. And then once the devil did that, 
Jack kept him and did not um, use, use him, him to pay to the pay. drink. He put the money next to a silver cross, which prevented the devil from changing back into his original form. Whoa. So Jack eventually freed the devil under the condition that he would not bother Jack for one year and that if Jack should die, he would not claim his soul. Well, the next year, Jack again tricked the devil into climbing into a tree to pick a piece of fruit. Ironic. (laughs) While he was up in the tree, Jack carved a sign of the cross into the tree's bark. So the devil once again was hoodwinked, couldn't get out. I mean, the devil should stop hanging out with Stingy. (laughs) So eventually Jack did die, um, but God was pissed and he was like, no, you're not coming to heaven. That was really wrong. What? No, God should be pleased with this. No, God was like, that was not cool, Stingy Jack. But why not? And then the devil... I think God should be impressed with his ingenuity <laughs> and his ability to keep the devil at bay. Well, maybe you should write a new legend. This legend says, God says I got a problem no. with this, God. And then the devil was a sore loser. And he was like, yeah, you're not coming here either. I don't trust you. And so Jack now wanders the streets on a dark night with a burning coal to light his way. Whatever. Jack's ingenious enough that he he's fine. He's fine doing that. Jack is okay. I can't believe that God denounced him. I thought Come that was on. pretty interesting. Some people celebrate Michaelmas. Michael Moss. Michaelmas. And Goose Day. Goose Have you day. had a Goose Day celebration at your house? Nope. Well, um, it's the Feast of St. Michael. Okay. It's widely celebrated by Catholics. Okay. And residents of the UK. Okay. And it's we'll, when, we'll ask our, our UK clan yeah. about it. You know, we have a, a decent following. We've got France, the UK, and Japan well, are, our, on our, are our, on our stats. Our friends in the UK, we want to know what you do on Goose Day. And that's when you're supposed to make a goose for your landlord as proof that you intend to pay your rent. <laughs> <laughs> is that what Tiny Tim is up to? Maybe. Maybe so. Here's one that I thought you might like. Okay. Okay. Because it fits into your whole getting out of town in the Mm -hmm. fall. Make the pilgrimage to ancient observatory in Chaco Canyon. Ooh. The Chaco Canyon Sun Dagger is a historic site where... Where is this? A Nazi sky watchers. Um, Sorry. (laughs) I think it's in New Mexico. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's in New Mexico. So um, people used large slabs of stone and a system of carved spirals to show how the sun changes location in the sky. And there's a big celebration of it in the fall. Cool. They have, they have to text me that one. That one sounds fun. And yeah. I'm still trying to plan a trip. So let's yeah, see. Yeah, I was thinking mm-hmm. that maybe that's where you should maybe go. Maybe I'll go there. Yeah. So I don't really have any fall traditions other than like you said it just this feels like a time to get outside mm-hmm. and um enjoy you know hopefully some better weather i'm curious to know about um any traditions that any of our listeners have during the autumn time have you ever been to a really good corn maze i've been to a pretty good corn maze i've been to one that i couldn't find my way out of very well, well that's a good that. one when, you, when you're real lost yeah well i'm not great at navigation anyways but yeah it was a hard i went to one when my daughter was like an infant like when she was new 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 and i got really lost in the corn maze and it was hot because it was in florida it was Mm -hmm. hotter than it needed to be and she was in a like a pack on my chest oh yeah that's boob sweat and by the time we were done like i was like i hope i didn't overheat this baby and like destroy (laughs) you know what i mean like like it was rough 
It was a good corn maze. It was very well done. I just wish it wouldn't have been so hot. I learned. And there was a cabbage patch, and I set my baby in it and took of a picture of her, and it was adorable. So <laughs> there was that. <laughs> I, heard, I learned that um, the reason why we have Election Day in the autumn, in fall, is because of the agricultural calendar. Really? Yeah. When Americans first started voting, um, there was a 34-day period in which to get it done, which might be what happens this year. <laughs> exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. But Congress eventually designated a specific election day in 1845 um, with farmers in mind because people had to travel up to a day to go vote. Mm. And um, they had to keep a two-day window open. Weekends were out because of church, and Wednesdays were not good because that was usually when farmers went to market. So Tuesday won by default, and um, November was post-harvest and pre-snow. Wow. So that's why we vote the first Tuesday in November. I mean, there was, there's a method to things usually, yeah. you know, like, and it's funny, we're talking about with the punctuation and stuff, how do things move and become irrelevant, or do they change importance, you know, but... Somehow they become steeped in tradition so that you should still do them. You know what I mean? So whether it's punctuation or whether it's the day that you go vote, you know, they, it's just the way it is. You know, <laughs> exactly. it, it started with a reason and maybe those reasons don't apply at all anymore. But it's just the way that we do it now. Yeah, I yeah. think. Yeah, it, I think it makes it to me. It makes Election Day or Voting Day um, seem more patriotic. You know, yeah. like just because like, it's historical. Like we took time out of our calendar to figure out when the right in, and how we're going to get it. You know, yeah. like, and can you imagine, like, people can't even get down to the Publix Plaza to vote now, mm-hmm. let alone, you know, traveling two days to go vote. Seriously, I don't know that people would do that. Right. Yeah, I, I agree that I think that it might be um, from a time when the right to vote was much mo- what's much more re- revered. Yeah. Mm hmm. You know, and now we kind of throw it away. Yeah, which is not really that cool of us. That's, That's kind cool of what of we us. do. Yeah. Have you ever um, bobbed for apples at an autumn party? <laughs> I have. Well, trying to grab an apple with your teeth has not always been an autumn tradition. You're making a face like it was not it's a good disgusting. experience. It's disgusting. It used to be a British courting ritual. Well, I don't want to date anyone who likes to do that. (laughs) Each apple was assigned the name of an eligible bachelor, and the woman would try to catch, to grab the apple representing the man that she wanted. Whatever. Let him get in there and bob for my name. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking. Why do the women have to do it? Getting it on the first try meant a happily ever after ending. Snagging the apple on the second attempt meant that the couple would get together, but their love wouldn't last. Mm. If you had to try three times, it wasn't going to happen. Um. A, it's impossible. Like you have to use the side. It just like I don't have a, a big giant mouth, and I'm not like an apple. Give me a break. It's never gonna happen. That's never gonna happen. If an apple's sitting on this table, I wouldn't pick it up with my teeth on the first bite, let alone in a pool of water. And then your makeup's all messed up, and it's terrible. That's a terrible <laughs> tradition that should have never happened. So, word to the wise: if you're having an autumn party and you're thinking about having um, bobbing for apples, do not invite Chrissy. You can put my name on an apple, and I will, <laughs> and it'll be I, rotten. I will watch. I will watch guys fight over my apple. It's fine. That'll, that'll be fine. But don't think I'm going to put in one ounce of effort. <laughs> Good to know. I guess I'll cancel the apple bobbing. That I had planned for the weekend. There we go. <laughs> so the World Series apparently is a f- 
fall tradition. I never think of baseball being a fall thing. Me neither. Baseball seems like the World Series happens in late summer. That's what October. I think. Yeah. I, I Even now, I have friends who um, enjoy baseball, and I don't enjoy baseball, so I'm I just mostly having you know polite nodding and smiling. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when it's October, and they're still talking about baseball, and it's like, no, no, we're done with baseball. It's yeah. football season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's football season. Rah, rah, go team. Right. I think there's some point in the year when like the NBA and the baseball boys and the football boys are all doing stuff. I think there's mm-hmm. a point in the air in the year where they all overlap, and that's always very strange for me. I'm like, these things do not go together. Right. It's like this weird Venn diagram right. where suddenly we're all like, in the middle. No, no. <laughs> like, no. I can't like this many Baseball was supposed to be over. Time. Baseball was when it was hot out. Then basketball is, like, more wintry to me. Like, yeah. it should be after football season a little bit. But the basketball season is so long, they have to start super, super, super early. Right. Like, they're basically done in June. Right. And then they're playing basketball again by, like, September 1st now. You yeah. Know? Well, a relatively new, uh, I don't know if you would call it a tradition or a custom, um, in the fall is no-shave November. I've heard this. Yeah, I mean, whatever, that's fine. I don't have to shave anyway so i guess it doesn't affect me in any way shape or form i'm always happy when no shave november comes because i get to make the joke about how i'm so excited to not shave (laughs) of course you would (laughs) an opportunity for a corny joke you're you're in i am all about it Mm -hmm. did you know that our friend george washington hated the tradition of bonfires no yes and he tried to stop them and he called them a ridiculous and childish custom Actually, I really like a bonfire. I disagree with George here. He probably liked apple bobbing. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like the kind of thing that George would like. So there's lots of ways that we celebrate the fall and we usher it in. And it's not just um, scarves and huge sunglasses and pumpkin spice coffee. That's all part of it, though. It is. (laughs) And, you know, the skinny boots with the skinny jeans with the boots. I don't want to wear skinny boots, skinny right. jeans with the mm-hmm. boots. I guess we'll find out what the quarantine fall fashion is going to be. Uh, sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> sweatpants and a hoodie. But that's I'm, the new jam. That's right. <laughs> I was getting in my car today to come here, and I glanced in the mirror at myself with my headband mask and my big giant sunglasses and my sweatpants, and I was like, every day that goes by, <laughs> you're getting a little further from... Uh, how you once used to dress and who you used to be. <laughs> this is, this is I'm pretty sure, my new fall attire. I think this is what's going down. You might be participating in NaNoWriMo. NaNoWriMo. This happens in the fall in November. Thousands of writers vow to spend the month hunkering down and finally finishing that book. God, I should. I should. I should join NaNoWriMo so for sure. N- NaNoWriMo is short for National Novel Writing Month. I should do that. That's a good one. Yes. I should gear up and get ready. The goal is to get 50,000 words down on paper during the month of November. Um, and if I did 50,000 words, I'd be done. That's, yeah, that's the thing. Because I have, I have 40,000 right now, and mine will end up about 90. So yeah, I would be done. Well, last year... 431,626 people completed the challenge. Wow. So maybe we should do that. We, should, we, ha- should. we should do NaNoWriMo, and we'll both have books at the end of the month. We'll be done. Ready yeah. for 
ready for market. So it's fall, y'all. It's time to go outside. It's time to bob for apples and find out who you're going to marry, except Chrissy. <laughs> and it's time to uh, carve a jack-o'-lantern in... Let it um, implode into mush let it, in let four minutes. Let it turn minutes. into mush because of Stingy Jack. <laughs> it's time to travel two or three days out of your way to go vote. Mm-hmm. All because of the corn. <laughs> for corn <laughs> and the pumpkins and pumpkins and honestly i'm excited to be in the the last quarter of the year um i, I think that we're about to hit the good stuff we're going to start having our holidays and our parties and our fun. i think that things are going to get better even if it's different than usual like there's something about the christmas season and the movies gearing up and the the stuff that, like the decorations in the stores and the you know like there's something that you're gonna get swept up in yeah and and it might be like football season where we need it more than ever mm-hmm. and so maybe we get swept up extra hard this year and that would be kind of fun i'm gonna get swept up by a cinnamon broom <laughs> let's put one in the studio that'd be nice and until next time Don't forget to tell them where to find us. Yeah, tell us what you learned. We're on all the things. For those of you looking to increase your dosage, connect with Chrissy and Heather on Facebook and Instagram and tell us how you do life. Visit ChrissyandHeather.com. That's with a C-H-R-Y-S-S-Y. Like, share, and subscribe. And tell everyone you know. Until next time.